everyone. Hello, and welcome to Known Unknowns. This is Harry. And this is Carly. Coming at you live. Guess what time it is? It's 11.29 p.m. But that's not surprising to you because we always wait to the last minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had many complications tonight, though. My it's computer been... broke for a hot second, and I thought I was already looking up new. Uh, <laughs> like, as soon as it went out, I was like, all right, well, I, I could buy this um, refurbished uh, $70 HP Chromebook if uh, I need to. I can order it right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> really stressed out. I was like, oh, no, I don't have a computer. Yeah, but then I fixed it. And then Harry fixed it. Yeah. Yay. And then, you know, work drama. Work always and, happens and then we you know work he actually had to do work yeah and then you know just it's just been a week it's been a week we've been working a lot yeah working going to starting wars ah uh, yeah well not us okay well we personally aren't but we've been uh hearing about it yeah and that takes a toll and that takes some time to process you know sure all the time that I would have spent uh, thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week, I spent uh, thinking about uh, how um, uh, what I should say on the podcast about the Iran. Well, what are you gonna say about Iran on the podcast? Oh, I don't know. Just uh, stay safe out there, everyone. Yeah, there's it's someone. Weird out there. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> weird out there. There's someone at work that we work with who is like nuclear war is happening. Uh, <laughs> we're dying. I'm gonna get drafted and I'm gonna run away. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> said it. you don't need to prepare for that yet. No. I'm like, no, 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 no. And he's like, no, it's happening. He stopped smoking for. Did he tell you that he stopped smoking for a little while? And then oh, yeah. as soon as he found out that we attacked, <laughs> that um he was he woke up saw it and he's like well i'm not gonna try to stop until i find out what's going on <laughs> so he um now he's smoking again mm-hmm. but he had stopped for a little while and now he's like it's not worth it i'm gonna die soon anyway i'm like man yeah sounds like bleak him. yeah i know but i mean World War Three, unless you believe, unless unless you want to argue that World War Three has already been going on for you know decades or whatever, World War Three isn't going to happen. Right. It's right. just uh, a continuation of our uh, forever war, our colonial project in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about something happier? Yeah. My topic this week was just really disturbing, and I researched it all day today, and it was just like, I thought I was going to like it a lot more, and then it really just creeped me out, bummed me out, weirded me out, confused me, and I was just like, it makes me uncomfy. I don't know why. You'll you'll hear it and be like, what the fuck? But I just didn't like it, and I was like, Mm. No, I don't oh. know. I don't know why I hated it so much, but I had to take frequent breaks. Good. I crafted in between and Good. I cooked in between. Good. Self-care yeah. is important. Yeah. You know, I biked today. Yep. That happened. I ate a lot of chocolate. Nice. Because I was like, I came home and ate a whole tube of mini M&M's. And then I ate that whole tube of Reese's peanut butter cups. Nice. And then I ate the rest of those peanut butter uh, Reese's trees. Uh, and I was like, this is called balance. Yeah. It was after my bike ride. And right. I'm like, if I'm going to go bike 15 miles. And I was I was going at it biking, on the way home. I was biking like, to beat the band. <sighs> I was really going. And then I went to Aldi and I went grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And then I had a full book bag of groceries and i had two cans of potatoes in the side pockets and i'm like let's go (laughs) and i was like speed racing home because it was heavy and then i got home and i was like i'm making myself a wrap (laughs) and i'm eating chocolate good and then i said to myself out loud this is balance (laughs) i'm not kidding i said that out loud to myself well good yeah um that was a way off topic i just no that's all right 
let everyone know what my life is like. Yeah. Then I put, I decaled uh, It's Weird Out There on a little small Tumblr thingy. Nice. Which is cool because that's our um, catchphrase. I'll post a picture of it because it's cute. Yeah, you should. And it I is was cute. Bored. And we'll uh, paint it a shelf. Someday we'll have merch like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day. One day. When, when you guys want make us it. famous. Like, come on, guys. I shouldn't be getting mad at that. <laughs> yeah. They're, it's the people who aren't listening who should be mad at. Yeah. There's people who I, well, like my friends who haven't listened. And then they go, I don't really know how to listen to a podcast. Like, how do you do that? Like, what's a podcast? And then I realize that I guess, like, podcasts are popular to me and you and mm-hmm. I guess the people listening. But some people just don't understand what a podcast is. I know. <gasps> Breaking news. Did I say this on the last episode? I don't know. I meant to tweet it. I don't think so because we haven't done one since Christmas, right? Yeah, no, <gasps> I we hope did one last holidays week. Were good. No, after we did one after Christmas. Yeah, but oh, what did did I mention my uncle? Uh, I don't remember. I, well, I meant to. My I found out at Christmas. No, I don't think I mentioned this. My uncle is a flat earther, <laughs> and I found this out like a few days after I had recorded the episode about flat earthers that yeah. I did, and I found out my dad was like, your uncle's a flat earther, and I was like, no, uh and my dad was like, yeah, and I was like, he's already really weird. He's and the one who brought the deer head to Thanksgiving. Yes, he did. Or no, the, the, the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah not Christmas. He was just like, hey, you want to see something? Uh-huh. And then he pulled a severed deer head out of a cooler that I'm sure he'll put soda in next Christmas. <laughs> it was, I, and then he would tell like the women, I don't, I don't, he told Zach's uh, girlfriend, my little brother's girlfriend uh-huh. that he brought. He's like, hey, Zach, you want to see this thing? And then he looks at Lydia, his girlfriend, and she, he was like, well, I don't know if you can see that. I don't know if you can handle this. And I was like, bitch, <laughs> don't say that. And then this badass girl was like, I can handle a lot more than you think. And she was like, I think I can deal with it. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably more than Zach. Probably. Anyway, my uncle sticker got like big sticker decals for the back of his giant white van. He's also like a construction guy. That's why mm. he has this van. Okay. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. Not just and a white van. He put van flat guy. earth. <laughs> he put flat earth on the back of his truck. That's on the cool. back of his work truck that has like his number and like name on it. He put flat earth That's in big cool. letters. On the back of his truck. That owns, to be honest. I can't believe it. I was like, no way. No way. And then I'm like, actually, I can totally see that. Yeah, I can see it. He's like a weird Trump-supporting hippie who also doesn't believe in like climate change, but also is a hippie. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. I don't know how to explain it. He does a lot of drugs. He draws a lot of weird shit. He hand makes a lot of weird jewelry and like instruments Mm -hmm. and but also he hunts and likes guns doesn't believe in climate change and is a flat earther right he's a really interesting man he lived in texas for a while this is not this podcast why are we speaking about this this it's like yeah he's just a weird guy the podcast where we talk about interesting topics yeah i was like holy crap how weird Yeah, I found that out, you know? We, we should uh, interview him about it. Oh, God. That would be fun. Uh, Guys, he's insane. Like, <laughs> Harry, you know this. He likes you. I think he's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. He is a cool guy. He's, like, really weird. He was just kind of, like, one time, like, yeah, this woman interviewed me for this documentary she was making because, what, he owned some kind of was farm? About, yeah. Goat farm or some, something, something like, like that. that. And I'm like, since when? I don't know. I didn't really, I never saw him when he lived in Texas. Mm, well, and sure. then when I was like in like fourth or fifth grade, he moved he to moved Illinois. back to Illinois. Or maybe even later. Yeah, he moved back to Illinois pretty, like, yeah. Mm. And then he came back with his dog, Ladybug. He had a dog. Aww, and her name was Ladybug. Name for a dog. Yeah, it was Lady. We, well, I mean, Ladybug, but then we called her Lady. Aww. Yeah. And it was sad when Lady died. He was really sad. Oh. But yeah. 
Ladybug. Like, yeah, Ladybug. He would. I. I liked Ladybug. <laughs> yeah, he like moved from. I don't know why he moved back, but he lived in Texas for the longest time. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. He's a weird guy. Earth wasn't flat enough down there. Earth wasn't flat enough down there. My dad was like, yeah, he's the guy. He said like back in the a long time ago, uh-huh. my dad was away. I don't know where he was at. And my uncle was somewhere and just sent him a picture, like no context, like mailed him a picture because, you know. <laughs> it with was the a, old days. Yeah, mailed him a picture of like fish heads in the sand like he lined up fish heads in the sand yeah and took a picture of them and just sent it to my dad with no apparently apparently there was an explanation on the back but he couldn't read it because he has like super bad uh what is it dyslexia yeah and like he hadn't been like diagnosed or treated yet or whatever, and so my dad said I couldn't read it because it was just jumbled up like letters. It's oh. really bad. Like my dad was like I couldn't read it. Oh. It was that bad. Wow. Yeah, he did really bad in school, and like he got held back a few like because no one knew that he had this thing, you know. Right. And so my dad couldn't understand what it what was written oh. on it, so it was just a picture of fish heads. <laughs> He used to have like really long curly Jesus hair and now he's bald. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. enough about my weird family. <laughs> oh, it's late. Yeah. It's um, been a day. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Australia's burning up, but uh, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need we to bring so many things, things down. to talk about right now. Hey. We have stories to tell you. It's been a wild first week to uh, the new decade. Oh, yeah. See, I don't care. I I don't care well, about reason... New Year's. I don't care. I'm like, okay. Well, uh, the reason you don't care, Carly, is because actually the new decade doesn't start until 2021. Okay, I don't care. You know, okay. I just... Every New Year's Eve, people are like, countdown to the new year. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't like doing things for New Year's Eve. I don't care. Yeah. I just, I don't feel anything different. I don't like it when people are like, see you next year. And then it's like, (laughs) now it's 2020. And I'm like, I don't care. What does that do for me? Nothing. Then they're like, it's another year of your life. And I'm like, no, my birthday marks another year for my life. Not January 1st. (laughs) fuck off it makes me mad i just don't care i'm like i don't care so that's my hot take on it but also weed is legal now so cool in illinois Illinois. for us (laughs) right weed is legal now Mm -hmm. so that's cool that's pretty cool that's why this is such a chill episode Uh uh-huh we're so high it's not we're We're not high it's not even a chill episode (laughs) no it isn't yeah um, so, you know what? We should just get, we should get started. Okay. Oh, no. Is my computer not going to turn back on again? Looks like it is. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, so Harry's going to start because we're pretty sure I went first last time. Yeah. I so I, uh, have, <laughs> so I didn't know what I wanted to do this week and it took me a long time to figure it out. Um, and so the other night I just uh, went on Google and uh, I searched Idaho ghosts or Idaho hauntings or something. <laughs> um, and oh, I, uh, I found a couple lists of like haunted places in Idaho and I, uh, I just picked one. You could have gone on to the Instagram post to see what people suggested. Yeah, I should have done that. Mm-hmm. Oops. Anyway. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, well, this was like a last minute thing. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, I wanted to do something that I didn't need to do justice. <laughs> hey. What? Okay. Because uh, I know but, it's about a ghost. Yeah. Okay. It's, well, yeah, okay. So it's about, um, so in the Magic Valley region of southern Idaho, there's a collection of buildings known as Stricker Ranch. Cool, I want to go. Also known as Rock Creek Station. Yeah, we should go. 
I kind of want to go to uh, Idaho now. As I was just looking at... Where's Idaho? It's in between Montana and Washington. Yeah, that doesn't help me. Uh, How far away are we from Idaho? Uh, Pretty far. Oh, dang it. (laughs) I don't know anything about geography. I know uh, our roommate lives in the Cape, and I actually said to her, I was like, so how cold is it in Maine? And she goes, I don't live in Maine. And I was like, the Cape is in Maine. She was like, no, it's in Massachusetts. And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, is Massachusetts close to Maine? <laughs> I was very confused. I thought the cape was in Maine. <laughs> yeah, it was really embarrassing. She laughed. I'm like, I don't know geography. Anyway, continue. I was looking at all the like Idaho tourism sites when I was looking at this. Yeah, I love was... potatoes. I'd like, really like to go yeah, there. Yeah. Looks like some good snowmobile, snowmobiling. Some sites to see, some mm-hmm. historic locations, mm-hmm. such as Rock Creek Station. Cool, Rock Creek Station. Uh, so in 1864, the site was chosen by Ben Holliday to be a station for his Overland Stage Company. Okay. Uh, and in 1865, James Bascom built the... Ew. <laughs> uh, Bascom, B-A-S-C-O-M. Bascom? Bascom? Bas- I don't know gross i know i thought it was gross too that's why i said ew (laughs) anyway continue (laughs) you don't stop it fizz Fizz. Oh my god, can that be the title of this episode? Just, Just Fizz? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so late. And Fizz is really funny. <laughs> oh god, okay. Uh, Continue. So, James built the Rock Creek store there, which I guess is part of where the name comes from. Rock Creek store. Uh, oh wait! What? You gotta say the ghost town thing. Ghost town. Okay, now pretend okay. that we've started all over, but still remember everything that we've just told right. you. Pretend we did that at the beginning. Yeah, um, and then in 1876, the property was bought by a man named Herman Stricker. Uh, Herman? He he and his family built up the ranch and operated the store until it closed in 1897. Um, For a time, Rock Creek Station was the biggest stagecoach station between Fort Hall and Fort Boise. Uh, Wow. I know, that's saying something. Big time. Uh. because it lay at the crossroads of two uh, once very significant routes, uh, the Kelton Road and a little something called the Oregon Trail. Ooh, the game. Yeah. And apparently it's a real thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it is was. a real thing. Or it is. It w- was. I mean, I guess. It was like... a real thing. I remember hearing about that in history. <laughs> in fourth, When did we learn about that? In like know. fourth grade? Because I sure. failed history in fourth grade. <laughs> okay. Well, I got a D. It's my first ever D on anything. Hmm. I want to make a game based off the Oregon Trail, but it has like uh, where you're like you getting like a party of people, and you're like going on this journey, and you're like managing your supplies and stuff. But it also has like uh, ghosts and uh, monsters and stuff. Mm. Anyway, I'd play it. Okay. Okay. Um, so after, let me see here. Uh, so after he acquired the property, Herman Stricker built, uh, built a, um, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He built for his family a large Victorian style mansion on the property, which still stands there today. (gasps) I want to go. It's pretty cool. Shit. Uh, the store is still there too, and there's a reconstructed summer house or like cabin kind of thing, as well as an interpretive center. Um, and there's also uh, on the property a small se- small cemetery 
Um, Creepy. With graves covered in mounds of stones. No. Why? Because that's, I don't know, how they do it. No. I can show you pictures if you uh, want. No. Okay. I can imagine it, and I don't um, like it. It's the cemetery, while small, is a little bigger than you'd expect for just like a little family cemetery. Um, yeah. If it was just the Stricker family there, um, this is because um, as pioneers traveled the Oregon Trail, some people would get sick and they'd fall ill, and when ill <laughs> right? sick people would pass by the stricker ranch herman's wife lucy would take them into the house and try to nurse Aww. them back to health sometimes she would succeed um most of the time she murdered them. sometimes she would fail and the people who succumbed to their illnesses would typically end up buried in that cemetery there oh sad or at least the people who died while they were in that vicinity mm-hmm. um let me see um and so after dark nowadays, people who visit the ranch um, claim to witness ghostly figures running around between the graves. P- people claim to witness ghostly figures running around. <laughs> yeah, we got that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> between the graves. I motioned him to get a little closer to the mic because it wasn't, he was being quiet. And so I'm he just said it sorry. again. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. I'm going to let them know how dumb it sounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, people like will see various ghostly figures on the grounds of the uh, the historic landmark um, who like around either dusk or dawn when they're like just like moving around out there just going across the yard, mm-hmm. going across the graveyard, just moving around. Um Okay. Uh, so multiple ghost hunting teams have visited the house or the, the location in order to find evidence of hauntings. I love it. Um, there's one video online that claims a security camera catches a shadowy image of a face. Um, but I could not make out anything that looked like that at all. (laughs) It just looked like a dark, uh, (laughs) that's funny area (laughs) that stayed dark. (laughs) Um, <laughs> um, there's another video by a different group um, that claims to have picked up some EVPs, uh, aka electronic voice phenomena. They spell it penomena in the, uh, <laughs> in the video. <laughs> These are some really trustworthy guys. It's a great, it's a great video. It, <laughs> I think it was made in the early 2000s, and it. Oh, I saw a little snippet of it. It is good. I think they had a green screen behind them. Oh, yeah. Because it's funny. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is goofy. Uh, So there are a couple of sounds that sound like breaths recorded on the second floor of the house while nobody was up there. I mean, it definitely looks like it. (laughs) Sorry, but what if it was made like now? (laughs) Okay, watch it and think about it being made like two years ago, and it'll make you really laugh. I'll put a link to it. Oh, yeah, it's good. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. In the description. I interrupted you. Go back. Uh, where am I? Okay. Um, so they clo- there are a couple sounds that kind of sound like breaths that were recorded on the second floor of the house while nobody was around up there. There's some more sounds of like maybe a ghost moving around and maybe there's a distorted voice. It sounds kind of like, I don't know, someone talking over a radio that's breaking up. Um, oh. Uh, one of their cameras picks up a big bright orb raising out of Lucy Stricker's bed. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and, uh, but there's one, there's one EVP that really intrigues me. Um, one of the guys in this video says that because the sound has such tone and depth, uh, he has no choice but to con- conclude that it, this was a growl possibly from an angry spirit or demon or something. Oh, scary. Now, I've listened to this growl, and I came away 100% convinced that it is a fart. (laughs) What? (laughs) No! (laughs) It sounds exactly like... None of them wanted to admit to it. None of the crew. (laughs) (laughs) You just hear, like, this room of people talking, just, like, yeah, just, like, low people people talking to it. And then... Oh no! <laughs> no! 
It is. No. It sounds nothing like a growl at it all. Sounds like it a. It sounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really it's good. Ridiculous. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the. Uh, okay, uh, so one of the places on the property that uh, people say is haunted is um, this foundation of a building that used to be there, which was which is called the China House. Okay. Um, this is apparently the where all that remains is the uh, foundation, but this apparently used to be an opium den that Herman Stricker built for Chinese miners who Ooh. worked in the area. Um, and so people say that, like, around that area, they see, like, um, different, like, I don't know, just, like, shadowy figures moving around there. Oh. Um, possibly related to that. Um, that period of time. There's a, uh, there's a dry cellar on the property that um, was mostly used for, like, storing food um, and to, in order to keep it safe from, like, uh, Native Americans who, I guess, might come by and try to raid it um but it was also used uh from time to uh, occasionally as a prison or a, a temporary jail cell oh my god for like trouble causers um including one oh what was his name uh well this isn't loading but a guy it was most i think it was used maybe once or twice i only found a record of it being used for one guy who like stole a horse around the, <laughs> they held him for a few days oh. before the sheriff could come and uh take him back up to boise or something that's funny <laughs> um what else uh there's the house was so there's there's an there is a there is more death associated with this place than just the people who died along the Oregon Trail. Okay. Um, apparent. So there's a legend that Herman Stricker met his untimely end at the hands of his wife, Lucy. Yes, the one that I said was killing all the passerbyers that were yeah. getting sick. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I can see the yeah, future. There's a little rhyme that past. goes, Lucy Stricker took an axe, gave her husband 40 <gasps> wax. Oh, 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 I've heard this. And then she dragged Herman's bloody body from their bedroom and down the staircase of their Victorian mansion. That's um, part of the rhyme? Well, no. no. I, that's just what this the act- story then Okay, read. okay, okay. Just like what she supposedly did. She like took an axe and then like just like murdered him in his sleep and dragged him down the stairs um there there is an odd like stain like at the foot of the staircase that uh, people aren't exactly sure where it came from and people do say that the staircase has like at like odd times made weird noises in the night people say the staircase still screams it like creaks and stuff um but this story has been debunked. Uh, it's Herman Stricker died peacefully in his sleep Damn in it. 1920 at of just of like natural causes. Sad. Yeah. But so she did. It. Then but why it is, is this a, a story? It, okay. Because not people don't know that, and it <gasps> is a uh, fun story that people in the area pass around. Yeah. Well, I want it to be real. <laughs> well, because of this story, um, over the years. Uh, the, the house after they, um, you know, after they didn't live there anymore, um, the house was the site of a lot of like seances and like spiritual activity. People would go in and they'd like try to communicate with spirits, Mm -mm. do like rituals and stuff for a long time. Well, now it's messed up. Because they believed that, uh, that, they believed that story. Nope. Now it's a messed up place. Yeah, I know. They screwed it up. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah herman stricker died at age 79 peacefully in his sweet in his sleep oh, um, he was Lucy, old for that time i think died a few years later um yeah uh when oh no lucy died in february of 1949 during the worst winter storm known to hit the magic valley sad that's how she died the winter uh, storm i think she was just like old age but uh her body was laid out in the parlor for 14 days until she could be buried wow sad because of the big storm they like she died during it and they couldn't like go anywhere so they just had this body they couldn't dig 
Was yeah, they couldn't. Like, was it yeah. a snowstorm? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's frozen, man. Yeah, the grounds, you couldn't dig up the ground. and I mean, you were snowed in, too, probably. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So before and for some time after it became a historic landmark, uh, it was the site of many seances and satanic Ugh. rituals. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do not like that. Yeah. Well. So people say that uh, there's a girl. Um, there's this guy. There, there's this girl. Um, who comes through the house wearing a long white dress mm. who never speaks and then disappears into thin air. What's up with women in white dresses haunting places? It's always women in white. Yeah, I know. Why? Because, uh... It's weird. Well, it's because it's, they died and it's so tragic because they were so pure. Right. Okay. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in white. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, lots of people claim to see uh, ghosts when they're visiting there either in the house or around the grounds Um, it's creepy as heck yeah they also do during october they do a haunted house what yeah that's scary they do like uh you know they have people in costumes and stuff and and do spooky that's stupid yeah i don't like that but if you were, if you want to go there and you're worried that you aren't going to see a ghost, you should go around Halloween time. Yeah. So just to guarantee it, that you'll get some fright. Anyway, that's what uh, I've got. I was seeing if they can hear the furnace. Oh yeah. Doesn't can look you like hear it. That? <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you have? Yeah, that's what I got. Right. A little disorganized and underwhelming, well, but it's what I got. It's what you got. Mine's kind of long, so it works out. Thank goodness. So, this one is inspired by my father. Ooh. Because he constantly, not constantly, I should not say that, but anytime Michael Jackson is brought up, Mm -hmm. he'll say, A, that he'll say something along the lines of, that pedophile, he touches little boys. Okay. That's, yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, and then he'll say, and he's not really dead. Oh. He does not believe Michael Jackson actually died. Mm. Like, the moment he died, like, it was on the news. My dad was like, that's not true. Wow. What? So, does your dad know something that the rest of us don't? I don't, he's like, he just wanted to get away from all of the, because I think it was like, it was like coming out more and more and more about the child molestation and stuff, Mm. you know? sure and so my dad was like he's trying to run away from that he doesn't want that bad publicity anymore and he's like there was just a lot of things going bad for him at the time and so and he owns this island and like where does he own he owns like a thing of land like way out in the so my dad was like he ran away there and just lives there okay so this is conspiracy corner Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, I'm doing the conspiracy of Michael Jackson faking his death. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah. So, you know, yeah, my dad, he firmly believes it. He really does not believe that. And I was just like, this is just a my dad thing. And yeah. then I realized <laughs> I was Googling it, and there's so many people who don't think he's sure. dead. Any dead, any celebrity who dies before people think they should die. Right. People are convinced that he's. I mean. They're not really dead. Going through the. I mean, I was like, probably not. Like, he's probably dead. Like, yeah. this is probably not true. But I say I have a pretty compelling case here. Some of the stuff is whack and i'm like okay no Mm -hmm. but some of the stuff i'm like okay i mean i can kind of see it and it did happen at a time like i mean he was kind of a fiercely private person for being famous kind of he liked his privacy okay well i'll get into it but also yeah i don't think he liked the whole like he well sure abuses sexually assaults little children right but I mean, wasn't did wasn't it like right before he was gonna go on some big tour? It was. Yeah. It was like the day before. Yeah. He like went to rehearsal that night or something, and then the next morning was like dead. Wow. Okay. So, anyway. 
Anyway, okay, so on June 25th, 2009, which I remember this, like it was all over the magazines and it was all over the news. Like, mm-hmm. remember this vividly when I found out that he died, which is weird because I was never a fan. I didn't really care. Uh-huh. And I was young. Right. That was what? 11 years ago? Yeah. Well, about 10 years ago. So I was what? Like 11 or 12? Something like that. 11? I didn't care. Okay, so. <laughs> June 25th, 2009. Michael Jackson died of acute. No, you pro- were 11. Cool. Acute propofol and benzodiazepine. Benzodiazepine. Intoxication at his home in on North Carlwood Drive in the Holmby Hills. Holmby? Holmby Hills neighborhood of Los Angeles. Physician Conrad Murray said he found Jackson in his room not breathing and with a weak pulse. He administered CPR to no avail and security called 911. Security (laughs) called, it looked like a period, but it was just a smudge on my computer screen. (laughs) Um, And security called 911 at 1221 p.m. Paramedics treated Jackson at the scene, but he was pronounced dead at the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center. On August 28th, 2009, the Los Angeles County coroner concluded that Jackson's death was a homicide. Oh. And on Wikipedia, it does say cause of death, homicide. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackson had been administered propofol, propofol, uh, and anti-anxiety benzodiazepines. <laughs> Lorazepam. Benzos. Lorazepam and midazolam. Okay. By his doctor. Those are the real words. Wow. Yeah, I'm really smart. And Murray was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in 2011 and served two of his four-year prison sentence for good behavior. I do remember when this came out, though, like a couple years after, and they were like, oh, well, he was actually murdered. (laughs) He was involuntary manslaughtered. Right. But I remember that. But they still call that... Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's going to be still a homicide. Yeah. Yeah, he was still, still like, killed by a person. killed by a person, yeah. Um, Jackson's death triggered reactions around the world, creating unprecedented surges of internet traffic and dramatically boosting sales of his music. Yeah. <laughs> he had been prepared... Which... It's funny because he was when he died, he was about five hundred million dollars in debt or some shit like that. So I don't I don't know. Think, or maybe it was five hundred thousand, but I think it was in the millions. It was actually crazy. Um, uh, he had been preparing for a series of comeback concerts at mm-hmm. London's O2 Arena from July two thousand nine to March two thousand ten. The Michael Jackson Memorial Service was he- held on July 7th, 2009 at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, where where he had rehearsed for the London concerts the night before his death. It was broadcast live around the world. Ooh, I remember that. I yeah. remember the... Li- I, like, watched a little bit of it. Hmm. Attracting an estimated audience of one billion people. I feel like I was in the... I feel like I was, like, going somewhere with my family. Like, and I remember, like, hearing about it. On the radio or something. They had like his glove on top. I, re- I remember watching mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. parts of it. it. Like on the news in the morning before I went to school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so. The one conspiracy that I was like kind of into that okay. I thought was actually really interesting is his... Um, is the whole story about Dave Dave. Oh, right. You've talked to me about this before. Yeah. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Dave Dave and then kind of the conspiracy surrounding Michael Jackson and Dave Dave. Okay. It it connects. Just hear me out. Okay. So David Rothenberg was six years old and living with his mother, Marie Rothenberg, in Carroll Gardens neighborhood of Brooklyn, New York. When his father, Charles Rothenberg, took him on a trip to Disneyland in California, the parents were divorced and in conflict over custody of David. After the two argued on the telephone on the evening of March 3, 1983, at a motel in Buena Park, Charles gave his son, Dave, a sleeping pill, and after he fell asleep, poured kerosene, on his bed and set fire 
to it. Yeah. Which is really sad. Yeah. Like the So he left the room and watched from a telephone booth across the street. Yikes. Gross. Yeah. And guests of the hotel rescued David and he survived. Mm. So yeah, I know. The six year old boy was oh oh it's so sad yeah it makes me really sad okay Mm -hmm. david rothenberg had third degree burns over 90 percent of his body and he required finger and toe amputations and received a total of more than 100 skin grafts Mm. he was badly disfigured and during one grafting operation experienced brain swelling that led to seizures and other complications (sighs) Charles, the dad, who stated that he had originally intended to kill himself as well as his son, was sentenced in July 1983 to 13 years in prison, the maximum permitted at the time of his offenses. David Rothenberg made, so Dave, Mm -hmm. made television appearances, met celebrities including Michael Jordan, and became a friend and protege of Michael Jackson. Hmm. Marie Rothenberg married Richard Hofdahl, a police officer who had supervised the fire investigation. Aww. And moved to Orange County, California with David. In 1985, she published a book titled David, which was adapted into the 1988 TV movie of the same name. Okay. That doesn't really, this doesn't have much to do with it, but I just kind of wanted to tell David's story. Okay. Because I think he's a cool guy. Sure. So, David attended Art Center College of Design by 1996. He was using only his first name. So, Mm -hmm. he went by Dave. Just Dave. And then he legally changed his name to Dave Dave to, quote, free myself of Charles Charles Rothenberg's name and his legacy, Mm -hmm. end quote. Okay. And he, uh, he became a house music DJ, music producer, and rap musician. Okay. In 1996, he directed a music video for Kelly Little Liddell. Okay. Uh-huh. He later focused on conceptual art in Las Vegas, and his work included a project titled "Lifted" that he said grew out of a, a of quote a conscious desire to inspire uh, inspire others to be greater than themselves end quote and collaborations with artists including Sherdy Hopper. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Dave died. Dave died Aww. on July fifteenth, two thousand eighteen, at the age of forty-two, from complications due to pneumonia. Mm. Poor Dave. Poor Dave. 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 Had a had a rough go of it. Yeah, rough life. Yeah, and like his skin was messed up, but also he was just in pain constantly. Mm. Actually, afterwards, like he was getting like little. It was like. He would go in every week to get this thing done where they would put little, like, things all over his body around the skin scent, uh, skin areas that caused him, like, excruciating pain constantly. Mm-hmm. And they would, like, it was, like, a new thing where they'd put it on there and then they would, like, change the brain's reaction to the pain to make Ugh. that part of the, his body, like, not hurt anymore. So he wasn't in constant pain. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it it's sad. So, okay. So, Dave Dave. Oh, where are we going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Michael Jackson found out about Dave Dave. Right. And he went to visit Dave Dave after the incident. Right, when he was a little boy. When yeah, yeah, yeah. And was like, "Hey, I'm here for you." And Dave Dave claims he became like a father figure that mm. he never had. And they were good friends and they saw each other all the time and stuff like that. Um, so there's a video of Dave Dave, a live interview on CNN after Michael Jackson's death. And the interview is about Dave Dave and how he feels after like Michael Jackson, his friend died. Right. But ready? What? This is when it gets weird. This interview with him, with Dave Dave is very strange. Oh. His voice is a lot different and his Mm. mannerisms are very off. If you watch other interviews with Dave Dave, I okay. do have to agree. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of research on this because I called bullshit because people were like, watch this video of Dave Dave. It's Michael Jackson in disguise as Dave Dave. Which I'm like, okay, dumb. Which I still, I don't know if I'd necessarily buy it, but I see where they're coming from. Okay. Okay. So I watched, so the, the specific videos I watched is I watched a video called Dave Dave. Michael Jackson was like a father to me. That's the CNN. If you Google Mm -hmm. that, if you YouTube that one, (laughs) it'll come up. And that's the weird interview. Okay. So, and then if you watch any other interview or like um, video of Dave Dave, and I watched How a Burn Survivor Manages Pain, Part 2 on The Doctors. Okay. Um, It's so different. So different. Huh. Like... His voice is completely different. His mannerisms are, like, so different. And he, like, looks different. Hmm. And I'm like, this is creepy. This is weird. Like, so, and I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it sounds more like Michael Jackson than the old, like, other Dave Dave videos. So if you watch an interview with Michael Jackson, watch Uh interviews with Michael Jackson because... I did, and okay. I am disturbed because I don't like the guy, and he's a creepy dude. He's such a creepo. I can't, like, watch interviews with him. Okay. I watched a whole, like, evolution of his voice uh-huh. from when he was, like, one of his very first interviews when he was in the Jackson 5, uh-huh. and then one of his last interviews. Right. Super weird, because he has, like, huh. this... This voice like like this and uh ha, la, la. and it's weird i'm like you creep and his man like the way he like acts he's super awkward and he like moves around a lot like it's i don't know how to explain it his he's weird like mm-hmm. you watch him and he just moves weirdly and like he talks weirdly uh-huh. and so i watched interviews with michael jackson and i watched interviews with dave dave and then i went and watched this interview with dave dave after michael's death right and it was so weird because his mannerisms and like movements were just like michael jackson's Mm. and like his voice was so much different the way he spoke like the words it was it's so weird i'm like oh shit like this is. Did you watch any like after that, like between, like after that interview? Any other interviews Dave yeah. Dave gave? And it, yeah. Like like ones that he like between then and when he died, and there was yeah. it was it like the old Dave it was like Dave the old Dave Dave. Weird. That's why it's weird. Maybe hmm, I don't know. It was weird. I was like, this is creepy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, so that's just one example of people think, you know, of him like dressing up as someone or him being around. Right. So. Okay. But if you're, if you're Michael Jackson, why would you do that? Like, what's, what's the point? That's also a thing. (laughs) So, okay. So let me. So people also believe that he was disguised at his own brother's wedding. Okay. And he was disguised at his own memorial service. Because in both instances, there's like a guy, there's a guy that like no one really recognizes and it's a costume. So, okay, actually, let me get into this. Michael Jackson liked disguises. Okay. Like, I didn't know this. This is what makes me kind of believe that this could be totally true. Because I didn't know this. Uh Michael Jackson would disguise himself and, like, go out and do things for fun. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, people knew what his disguises were after a while. Uh. So people recognized these disguises that he used at his brother's wedding and, like, the one at his memorial service and stuff like that. Huh. As like a disguise that he already owned or like Weird. a outfit that he already owned. So here's, I'm going to go into a little bit about yeah. his disguises because it's, I was like, I don't buy it. 
give me proof that he actually did that and liked it. Mm-hmm. So this comes this is this comes straight out of like an article that I read. It's during his life, which ended tragically in 2009, Jackson shopped at the most exclusive clothing boutiques worldwide, but also could be down to earth in his sartorial sartorial pursuits. Quote, Bill, his bodyguard, would take Michael to Burlington Coat Factory to get clothes, adds (laughs) McGee. He would be in disguise and would get clothes for himself or pajamas for the kids. And I'm like, how is that down to earth? You are in disguise <laughs> yeah, goes, shopping for yourself and your kids at Burlington Coat Factory. He's going to Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, not in like, disguise. Not so no one Marcus. No- not, that's like the fanciest place I can think of right now. <laughs> he had Roberto Cavalli make him clothes too. So it was both. So it was both ends of the spectrum. And he wanted, and he, he didn't want like he was doing it in disguise so that he wouldn't be like mobbed by people. He just wanted okay. to be like a regular guy shopping for clothes. So he liked Burlington Coat Factory. Hey. So here's some quotes from Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. From TrueMichaelJackson.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on privacy. It's true, so it's got to be true. Yeah. <laughs> they like cite the stuff. Okay. So I looked into it and these are legit. So this is all like, not all one long quote, but I'm just going to keep reading quote to quote to quote. Okay. Ready? So I have every disguise you can think of. Should I do a Michael Jackson voice? I have every disguise you can think of. No, I don't think I like that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That is why I wish I could be morph so I could change places and just enjoy life. I would love to do that love to enjoy life Mm -hmm. that sounds nice i do disguises for different reasons i like to study people be like the fly on the wall even if it's two lady two old ladies sitting on a bench or some kid on a swing because i don't know what it's like to fit in in everyday life situations i created neverland as a home for myself and my children and it was created simply it was almost like it was done subconsciously like i said earlier where can i go i mean it's hard I've tried to go out as myself, and I've had policemen tell me, put on a disguise and give me an autograph for my wife, they tell me. Why are you out here with no security? I can't do it. I do it sometimes, but it's very difficult. That's why I love disguises so much. I would sit on a bench at Disneyland and see what people really do and talk about, but when they see it's Michael Jackson, they change. I don't see the real thing. I don't see the real thing, so I want to see the real world what it's truly like, and that's very difficult. There's nowhere in the world I can actually go and have privacy. The thing that hurts the most is the fact that your privacy is taken away from you. Uh, To use the silly expression, you live in a fishbowl, but it's true. I do disguises, but people know them all. It's very hard, very hard. Fat suits, buck teeth, glasses, afros, prosthetics, makeup jobs, everything. Just to sit in the audience and experience it in the way an audience would experience a show. I want to feel how they feel. When he when he puts on the fat suit and the afro, does he? Is that when he's dressing up like a weird owl from the bad video or from the fat video parody? Like Michael know. Jackson's bad. I don't. I don't know what that is, so <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I not know. sure. So weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a website called like there's websites about Michael Jackson's death being fake. Okay. And people who claim to see Michael Jackson around the world. Mm-hmm. And it is weird because there's like videos and it's always like the same. There's like two big bodyguards, hmm. two or three. Uh huh. And then. A person with like a face mask on Hmm. and like they're really skinny and very pale they can see like this part like the top part of their head you know they have like a big mask on their face and then they usually have a big hat on Mm -hmm. and like people have like taken pictures of this around the world like there's someone walking around and then they're like any videos or pictures like the like i saw a video and it was weird because the bodyguards were like whoa 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 like stop no 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 no!" and then they like ran away Hmm. it was like the middle of the night Hmm. and then there was a lady who said that it was like 
4.30 in the morning and she was at a hotel. And she walked out of the, in the hallway and there was, like, bodyguards surrounding, like, this guy in, like, a mask. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like Michael Jackson to her. And then he dropped, like, a book. And then all the bodyguards, like, pounced on the book and were like, go, 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 get in the elevator, get in the elevator. Like, go, get, like, get him in the elevator. <laughs> because someone was huh. out there. And they didn't know anyone would be outside. Hmm. And I'm just like, that's creepy, right? Like, first of all, I'd be like what is going on i right. wouldn't immediately think that i saw michael jackson there's a lot of like michael jackson sightings blah 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 blah. like right i just think the whole disguise thing is kind of creepy like this is what creeps me out about it i'm like but it's so it could be so true sure because he has a lot of money to make really good disguises and he does how uh-huh. weird is that that's weird yeah i think that's super strange and he like admitted to it. He likes to just—he well, sure. doesn't like his fame. Like I don't know, he doesn't uh-huh. like it. He likes right. to—he wants to be a normal person. Mm-hmm. So I think he does. I want now. A different idea would be that there's just some group of people or person who goes around pretending in disguise as Michael Jackson <laughs> in disguise. <laughs> Yeah. With bodyguards in disguise as Michael Jackson's bodyguards in disguise. It'd be really funny. Yeah. Like, a lot <laughs> of the sightings, I think, are dumb. Right. And people are crazy. Mm-hmm. But some of, like, the pictures and the videos kind of line up. Like, they look the same, and they're from different places and from different people. And I'm like, that's a little creepy. Like, who are you seeing is right. my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll leave on this note, and then we can talk about it. A little more. But on the 25th of June, 2009, the day Michael Jackson died. Okay. It it is reported that LAX was closed for a couple of hours and there was larger security presence uh, there than usual. Also, if you look at the flight list for LAX that day, there was one to Mexico whose status in the air, landed, etc. was listed as unknown. Hmm. Okay. So it was like completely closed down for a couple hours. Interesting. The day he died. Weird. Mm-hmm. Huh. And like during that time, there was a flight to Mexico. With an unknown status. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird, right? Kind of weird. I don't know. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. I think that's weird. I was like, that's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about if, like, what if you, like, went to all the trouble of, like, faking your death and, like, you, like, get away, you, like, get you get on a plane, like, to Mexico, and then the plane goes down and you die for real. Oh, fuck. Just be really awkward. <laughs> yeah. No, and there was, like, a lot of stuff about the autopsy and, like, hmm. Yeah, how... who do, who, okay, so who do they think the autopsy was done on? Or is they the autopsy... have a name. Of someone who they really think it was. I mean, Michael Jackson had a pretty unique look. Yeah. So I don't know. No, they claim that none of the people who did the autopsy, none of the people who were at the hospital that day ever identified him as Michael Jackson. Hmm. And they were like, we never treated Michael Jackson. Hmm. Or like they never said that they saw him or like no one ever like identified him. That's Hmm. what... But then I can't trust everything that's on a conspiracy theory website. Yeah. You know? I don't... creepy. I mean, still weird. And, like, the autopsy. So another thing was, like, there was security cameras in his home. Uh Uh-huh. And the hour of, like, his death, there's... The tape is missing. Uh There's no... For some reason, there's no footage for an hour. And it's the footage of him basically dying or how he died. Like... Mm-hmm. when he died right there's no the security footage is missing which i do remember that being like a thing i think that's real or they didn't release it or they're like oh because in uh, i'm pretty sure in court whenever they were testif- like they said that they didn't have that hour huh. the guy's attorneys whenever they were trying to get that guy on murder right they didn't have the security footage of him dying and that was like a big thing There's like a missing hour. I mean, I'm guessing that that's just the hour when his doctor gave him the drugs and then the doctor got rid of it. I don't know, though. 
Maybe. But I don't I don't know or there's much just no about footage the case. Of him dying. Yeah. Kind of sketchy, right? A little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. The Dave, like, watch the, I'll show you the Dave Dave interview. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Like, it, it's eerie how weird it is just because I'm like, this is so insane. That can't be true. Right. But why is Dave Dave being so weird? Right. Like, I mean, I could, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like, if you're like, I don't know. I, but I also thought grief, like he just lost his best friend. Right. Like, so he could be like weird. he's just in like shock. shock and he's like adopting some of his mannerisms or something. Or I don't know. Maybe Dave, Dave was, I don't know. I mean, he like just lost like the father figure. That mm-hmm. that was my thing. I was like, yeah. oh, like that uh-huh. could be traumatizing. Yeah. So he's acting weird and talking weird. But also I don't think it's that far fetched that he's alive, but then when like big important things come up in his family's life, he comes back in disguise. Cuz he likes disguises. Yeah. Do you think that any of his family know he's alive? Yeah. Either do you do? There's stuff about it um like on the day of his death. Uh-huh. Like the day he died, his brother uh was interviewed. And they were, and he said he's on the way to the airport right now. Oh, I mean the hospital right now. Hmm. That's like an interview. Interesting. And so people are like, "What? Excuse me, hmm. going to Mexico?" <laughs> no, that's like a real. Like they're like, "Oh, like he actually says he's on his way to the airport. I mean the hospital right now." Uh-huh. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I believe that he says that. Mm-hmm. So his family know because that's why he's at these events. Like they're like right. very private, like mm-hmm. events, and like this rando that no one knows is like there in the footage. And then we're like, who is? Yeah. That? Like what? Maybe and no one some, knows who this guy is. But some super fan who bought all his old costumes. Right, but they still wouldn't let him into the event. Okay. I just think it's weird, you know? Like, I'm like, oh, that is creepy. Or, like, the one guy in the corner in the back and his whole face is just covered with a scarf. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Uh, okay. My new theory mm-hmm. is that a Michael Jackson, like, fan murdered Michael Jackson oh so God. that they could, like, <laughs> take all his <gasps> costumes and stuff. And they, like, made his family. He, he They, like, made the Michael Jackson's, like, family and people close to him think that michael he that michael jackson faked his death so that this person could like get close to them oh shit but and now this person like goes around the world with michael jackson costumes and people think that it's michael jackson oh my god no no that's funny though i don't i don't think that's so far-fetched <laughs> no i could i mean it's possible <laughs> i don't know i don't know how much i buy into this story I do think it's fascinating, and I think some of it is plausible, and I think some of it is less far-fetched than we think, like, you immediately think. But also, I'm like, or it could just be he died and everyone thinks famous people fake their death. Like, I'm not like, oh, he definitely, like, this topic really disturbed me, and I don't know why. Hmm. The fact that this pedo could still be alive just makes me mad first yeah. of all and that he was running away like i just mm-hmm. i don't know i just uh, it was just a creepy topic for me and i don't know why i'm That's not right. quite sure why you know i mm, yeah i just don't know that's okay i mm. Because some of it was just so eerie. I'm like, oh, that's creepy. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, no, Carly, this isn't true. It's just a dumb... Like, everyone thinks famous people fake their deaths. Yeah. But some of it's very weird. Like, look into it and it creeps you out. Okay. And I just think about all the... Conspiracy theories already kind of creep me out. This one, like, really creeped me out for some (laughs) reason. Because he's a creep. I had to watch hours of Michael Jackson interviews. (laughs) He's a creep. I couldn't do it. I was like, no. No, it was really creepy. Please watch those videos. Okay. Um. Well, you're gonna watch them. I'm talking to everyone else. It's um compelling. Mm-hmm. You I'll already showed that. me the Dave Dave one. Yeah. Well, I'll show you back to back interviews because it's weird. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, guys. It's a weird. Mm. It's, it's very strange. It's very weird. It, 
a lot of the, I tried not to get any of this info off of the actual, like I read through thoroughly this uh-huh. conspiracy theory website, mm-hmm. but I did, I tried to stay away from any information from that because I'm like, eh, right. this could be mm-hmm. all bullshit, you know? Right. So I tried to find like articles, other articles and like stuff about my, like I didn't uh-huh. pull it straight from this conspiracy theory website because I wanted all the, there was stuff that I left out that I, like the most recent thing uh-huh. was his daughter Paris. Okay. Um, posted a picture, and they claim that he's like she's in her car. Uh-huh. And they claim that he's in the back of the car, covered with blankets. <laughs> okay. If you look that picture up, make sure it's not the doctored photo, because fans who believe that it's him in the background doctored the photo to make like to compare it. Like uh-huh. if his face was actually there, right. would it fit the shadow? So, uh, like, make sure it's actually the photo. Uh-huh. And, like, it's nothing. But uh-huh. this was pretty recent, like, within the past couple of years, and it sparked more of the mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's not dead conspiracies. Yeah. So. just uh, I'm just looking at what time it is. It's one, two, three, four. Oh, cool. One, two, three, four, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, creepy and weird and probably bullshit, but I think it's interesting. Hey. Interesting. I don't know. know. My dad has always talked about how he doesn't believe he's dead. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's just always interested me, the topic. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's interesting. It is. It is interesting. I don't know. Any final thoughts on that? Nope. Okay. Uh. Anything else we want to say to the people? I could talk about this for hours, but okay. I shouldn't. I don't want I don't, to. I don't think so. I'm done talking about it. I don't have anything else pressing to say. Do you have anything? I don't think so. Okay. I think we're uh, we're done here. All right. Um. So, I've been Harry. And I'm still Carly. And this has been... Known Unknowns. No War with Iran. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye.